Mana 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 this is social disgusting. Well, but it's, I imagine too, they're like, you know, steel sharpens steel. And all these people who are just pros are just feeding off of that energy. Yeah. And, and that's just the culmination of all of this great work that everyone has done, you know, that yeah. it's just a, what a cast. Like everybody, like even, even like Lakeith Stanfield, who had a relatively smaller role. And like that guy can do anything. Anything. Like, I Anything. desperately, as much as I'm tired of the character, admittedly, I desperately want him to play the Joker. I think he would be so interesting in that role. Because oh, I man, think he, he can do anything. He is, is you know, even, you know, on, on social media, he's obviously very, you know, he plays with the Joker character a lot. But that extends into reality. I don't think he would be... Um, I don't think he would he would uh, uh, fault me for for saying that even on a personal level we talked about his interest in that character his love of that character oh really okay um, oh yeah yeah it's a very real thing for him that, that, that good that, that, I think he'd be incredible I think so too but he also I mean I think he's just incredible at anything and that's yeah. it just goes to show you you know that role is a um, you know kind of procedural straight man sort of role. Uh, he turned into this engaging, magnetic piece to the machine, you know, this intrinsic piece to the machine. And and, and it just goes to show you that when you're that good, that's what you can do. Yeah, I imagine, though, too, you know, for acting, it's just, it's probably, I don't know, I'm sure it's all its own complicated thing, certainly. But like a role, like he had in that, for example, of, you know, less is more. So you have less real estate with which to quote unquote act. So it's more internalized, relatively speaking, you know, it's you got to the less lines you have, the more valuable they are. That has to be just very difficult. And for you too, you know, as somebody who you've played more supporting roles than not, and it's like you kind of go in there and you have to really make the most of what you got. Well, yeah, you know, I think it, it, you know, you, it's a team sport, right? So, sure. you know, your, your, your win is the team, is the movie. That's what you're looking for. Uh, or at least that's what I think people who are, who are, who are in it for the right reasons and, and doing it properly, they're, they're, you're, you're looking for the, for the, the sum of all the parts for the machine to function as perfectly as possible. And, yeah. you know, we all know what happens when one part of the machine breaks it makes the other parts of the machine break, you know what I mean? (laughs) You know, or it's like, imagine driving your car around and all of a sudden, like the, you know, air conditioner stops working. Like, yeah, your car (laughs) might keep going, but you're not going to, you're going to be kind of hot on the way there, you know? So it's, and you notice, you notice when it doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, Yes. You know, you do, or you don't notice because that shit got cut out. (laughs) (laughs) Fair Fair enough. Yeah. I was curious too, that you've worked with just, these actors that are known for you know for for varying levels of like supporting actor and like lead actors and then like stars when you're in the presence of somebody who is considered a quote-unquote like movie star is there generally like oh yeah i get it like oh that's why they're a star because that they have the kind of intangible thing you can't just quantify there is a uh there there is and, and I don't know if it would if it would necessarily extend just to I don't know, like I said, just to, you know, a movie star, but sure. there is definitely a there is a type of person who you you know, let go ahead, call it a movie star. There okay. is a there is there is a type of person who you meet and you shake their hand and you have some small talk. And you immediately go, what can I do for you? 
What yeah. do you need? Do you need 20? If you do you need $20? I'll just give you 20. Yeah. No, you're wait. No, you don't need $20. You're very wealthy. Do you need me <laughs> to, can I, can I help you with something? What can I do? You, you know what I mean? There yeah. is this sort of like, yes, there is like a incredibly, and I don't know if it's natural. I don't know if it's learned. I don't know if it's, you know, nature versus nurture, but there is absolutely a, and I think most actors professional actors have this to a degree because i think it helps you engage with each other on a set and with an audience but there is absolutely a extreme level of magnetism and charisma and then i think part of you know when it comes to these people who are again you know for lack of a better term like a movie star i think there's a leadership angle because mm -hmm. You know, when you talk about somebody um, like these actors in, in Knives Out who are all in their own right, movie stars, we, we can Absolutely. say, right? They are used to being responsible for their entire department. And their mm. department is the most visible department on a movie, right? Like the thing yeah. that you always see as an actor. You sometimes yeah. don't notice the... You know, maybe the, something about the production design is particularly subtle or the lighting or there's no music or whatever, you know, it's like, but there's always usually an actor. And well, it's, so, it's, the one, it's the one way for the average moviegoer to quantify, quote unquote, quantify like success is through acting first, because that's the thing that you... It's you incredibly are readily exposed to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's incredibly visible. And so and so I think to that end, a lot of those I think a lot of those actors are used to being in a position of leadership. And part of being really, really good at that job is being an incredible leader. That makes so much sense. I'd never thought about it like that. Yeah, that makes complete sense. It's interesting, too, just thinking about the the cast of, of Knives Out, for example, to your point, yeah, these are all people, like everyone in that movie just has it. Some, you know, varying levels, and to your point, like, so, you know, working actors have varying levels of it, seemingly. But, like, every single one of the people in that movie could easily, like, anchor their own movie if they haven't already, you know? Yeah. It's really wild because it's such a an interesting assemblage of of different types of actors. Like that's mm -hmm. a really complicated puzzle, I would imagine, and that I don't think I don't imagine you know as much as they're all to your point like really nice, good people, and they're all at the top of their craft. I just can't imagine directing that. Maybe it's because it it's recent, but I I was really profoundly affected by the Last Dance by the the Chicago Bulls, yes, uh, yes. Dream Team uh, Jordan uh, documentary, and you know that story kind of looking at it like sport. When you're like, well, yeah, you know, it's when you get to the championship, there you are, and you yeah. guys are at the top of the game. You guys are, you know, it's the end of the season. Everybody else is exhausted. This is the best team. This is the other best team. And you guys have to work it out. You know what I mean? And the, and the stakes are high. And, you know, and, and so I, I, I sort of, I don't know if that's a, if that analogy comparison makes sense, but. Um, no, I, don't I definitely, yeah, I, I definitely think that it's like, you know, it's, it's, well, like, you know, Jordan would say in the documentary where he was like, you know, yeah, I, I got a zillion points this game. And then my challenge the next game was to get a zillion and one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I think like that's, again, that's the challenge that I think a lot of these people who worked on this movie were so up for it was like, well, yeah, you know, have I, have I been in a million movies and I'm an icon? Sure. 
but <laughs> what if I did it again? <laughs> what if yeah. I did it? You know, it's a, you know, so it's, it, it is something of a of a challenge to I think be that consistent. But it's also you're playing in the environment that you are used to playing in. That's that's why you're there. Yeah, your favorite actor is Warren Oates, and your character in Looper is named Kid Blue. Is Kid Blue your favorite Warren Oates movie performance? Neither. I don't know if it's my favorite Warren Oates performance. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that that if you're a if you're an if you're an Oates Oates head like I am, <laughs> um, then you would probably be hard pressed to say anything but Cockfighter because that's really his movie and it's really just an incredible sort of use of of, of his talent in, in in the most concentrated way. Um, yeah. Kid Blue is one of my favorite movies, and it's now become this sort of nickname that I'm stuck with forever and ever, and I've just sort of leaned into it. Um, But uh, it is a great Warren Oates movie, and a great Dennis Hopper movie, and a great Peter Boyle movie, and a great Ben Johnson movie, and Lee Purcell, and you know, I mean, it's just a great movie. um, uh, That I that I love that that I think is, um, is is it resonates with me and it resonated, you know, with me 20 years ago and it resonates with me today. I need to see it. I've admittedly not seen that, but I, you know, that Warren Oates again is like, you just, they're not, I'm not in any way saying they're the same type of actor necessarily, but Warren Oates just reminds me of Emmett Walsh in that, just that abject naturalism. And, and it's just this undeniable presence about them that it's like, your eyes are drawn to them when they're on screen. Yes, yes, and 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 I think sort of being able to, um, being able to connect with a character and then hopefully the audience sort of on this um, on this natural level, on this level where you're able to kind of tear away a lot of the expectations and the trappings of being number one on the call sheet or being the name on the marquee or whatever, you know what I mean? And, and again, that's not to say that they're not capable of that because as I said, you know, I think, you know, that there are movies that, that there are movies that Oates did headline and was, you know, the lead or the, the, you know, one of the stars of, or in every scene that, that I think he did an exceptional job in too, but I think he was doing the same thing that he was doing even in the more you know supporting roles. Yeah. I do think that, people naturally just gravitate toward i think that once artifice is kind of stripped away whether that's you know in a movie or i guess any form of art Mm. where people are just being themselves and you just feel like this is like a truth to them that people naturally respond to that and i think that somebody like you know mm walsh and warren oates and a number of other people that that is just something that is just very naturally resonant yeah i agree with everything going on, like what have you been doing kind of to, I guess, cope or just to deal with everything going on in the world right now? You know, we uh, have two little kids, uh, one of whom is a toddler and the other one was born during the, the beginning of the, the lockdown and the pandemic. Oh, wow. um, he was born in, in April. So, you know, plenty of stuff to do with a family and a baby and a little kid. Uh, so not, not a, um, not a ton of time to dawdle. And, you know, as far as, you know, and, and, and that's, that's very nice. I think it does sort of keep, um, you know, keep, keep our eyes on the prize. You know, my wife and I are very lucky that we uh, both are able to do a lot of our work under these circumstances. 
Um, she uh, is able to continue to be, she's a, a comedy writer and, and um, uh, producer television and, and um, is able to be as prolific as she always is. Uh, mm. Even under the circumstances, and I'm able to, you know, I, I'm, I've been writing and, and, and working on developing a, a, a movie to direct myself, um, nice. and I've been able to do that to a degree under 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 the, the circumstances. So, you know, a little bit of work, but mostly just, you know, family stuff and, and, you know, very lucky to have been able to get through a couple of pieces of media, stuff like The Last Dance and 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 whatnot, and we just finished, finally finished uh, uh, the most recent season of Insecure, which is one of our favorite shows. And you know, we oh, we managed so to get in, we managed to get in, you know, an hour of uh, TV watching a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, Insecure is such an excellent show. I, oh, it's so good. I rewatched, or I, sorry, I watched that last season just like you very recently, and yeah it's so good i uh i am um so uh uh i i just uh i just love that show so much and and um uh i think you know it's funny it's like i i you know there's it, it's so nice to watch a show that i feel like both is something that i can identify with because i think that a lot of what those characters are going through as people in their 30s sort of starting their lives out and trying to get their shit together is something that i can really relate to over the last few years of my life but obviously because it is so uh it is so rooted in the south la black culture i'm able mm -hmm. to enjoy something that is not not my not my lifestyle you know what i mean it's not yeah. like where i'm from so i'm able to sort of like you know i kind of get the best of both worlds where i get like a story that i feel like i can identify with and then also something that i get to like enjoy because it, it, it's not something i i deal with every day it's not my life yeah. every day so, so like i get familiar, like some... familiar but unknown yeah i mean it's just yeah. it's just it just strikes an incredible balance and you know i i i so i we love that show um and uh i'm trying to think of what else what else we've watched i mean you know i'm i'm you know with the toddler you start really getting into ooh, it's a lot of you know we are we are we are disney we are a disney family yeah. we are a yeah. disney princess family my guy um <laughs> and so i've been enjoying a lot of that stuff a lot of moana Hey, you know what? Honestly, there are far worse movies you could uh, watch or be subjected to potentially well, two billion I times. Say, I will say this much: that that we watched the Howard Ashman documentary the other oh. night, and it is it's it's incredible. It's a little sad, of course, because because he he left way too early. But it's very good. Uh, it is very good. Like I said, a little heartbreaking because you know this 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 guy had just he had he had so much more to give but what he yeah. did give us was this very specific storytelling style that is still in effect today like you know he had such a he had such an insight into how to effectively tell these kids stories but in a way that was so so it's so fucking razor sharp, man, how yeah. he was able to like dial in these songs and how every song fits and how every song moves your story forward and, you know, helps acknowledge and accentuate a character. And to this day, you watch Moana, you watch Mulan, you watch um, Frozen, uh, you are watching, you're watching the, the Howard Ashman sort of 
system of storytelling. And it's incredible. Yeah, it really is incredible to have for somebody to be that influential to where you can very easily quantify their influence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, that it's like a, a ripple effect that was created. That's the ripple is still is ongoing and probably, you know, in perpetuity because it's such Absolutely. a big deal. Absolutely. Uh, and so, yeah, that that's actually something we just checked out and, um, and does sort of uh, uh, cover both bases of, shit that I watch with my kids and stuff that I enjoy myself. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's very, it's awesome when you can always find kind of a Venn diagram of your, your mutual interests and then they overlap and you can both enjoy them at the same time. That's um, the hope, man. That's definitely yeah. the hope. It's not always that way, but it is definitely. Oh, I imagine. Yeah, well, at least you can savor the, the relative few opportunities when it does. Yeah. Is there anything uh, you want to point people toward before we wrap it up? Oh, no. I mean, you know, I'm 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 just here, uh, you know, doing my dad shit, trying to, you know, make you guys uh, good stuff to be ready when um, when we're all all able to, to safely uh, uh, give it to you. Um, and, you know, you can just, you know, find me on, on Twitter and Instagram uh, under Kid Blue, which is this nickname I can't get away from. <laughs> well, you know, at least uh, you can lean into it and take some control over it. Over it. Yeah, that's you know. certainly what my move would be probably if I were in that <laughs> position. There you go. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much for your time and thank you for indulging me uh, so much. I, I really do appreciate it. Uh, I am very happy to uh, to have done it, and uh, and um, uh, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to to, to tell some of these stories and, and have a nice chat. Of course, it's been an absolute joy. So thank you again. Thank you all for listening. I, I got nothing. Just wear a mask, please. Be safe. Yeah, Black Lives Matter. Thank you very much. Black Lives Matter. Goodbye.